Well, you venture in here to this podcast these days, you are jeopardizing <laughs> health, wealth, and prosperity, I guess. I don't know. We've got another double yod in the chart today. So that's how we're kicking off this week. Monday, August 16th. Glad you are here to talk about this because, yes, we've got, uh, well, quite a few things up there that we need to parse out today. Thomas Miller, glad you're here. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, the big news would be the double yod, the one we talked about even on Thursday as we were talking about setting the weekend up, is still in play. That's the one with the sun at the peak and then Pluto and Neptune at the base. That one's still there. But it is just for today, gone tomorrow. But the other one that came in yesterday, this one peaks with the two planets in Virgo, Mercury and Mars. The two at the bottom are Chiron and Saturn. Now, some may argue that Chiron should not be included in a yod. The justification for that is that it is not one of the ten planets, therefore it should not be included. To which I might answer, well, once again... It's not the universe who put all these lines in here. It's us. We're the ones who developed the quote-unquote structure. What the universe did is put something up in the sky that represents our wounded healer. It's a piece of karma that comes with us. It's a symbol. It's an energetic representation of something that is going to be a part of our life, that is going to be used in our life to help us on our soul journey. And it's going to show up as a wound, but we also always have the ability to seek for the solution, for the healing. So that symbolism is up in the sky. That's been given to us by the universe. And it's right now at a sextile aspect with Saturn and a quincunx aspect with Mercury and Venus. So my question is, well, then what do you want to call it? Two quincunxes and a sextile? Okay, good enough, whatever. On this show, it's a yod. <laughs> Let's just do it that way. And, and then there's always an off button if uh, somebody doesn't like that. See, to me, it's a whole lot more about the energies being represented than it is how we structure them. Now, I will say this. I mean, just don't say that this guy babbling around on this podcast doesn't respect the laws of astrology. I do. I, expect, I respect the rules very much. But I think that we get too rigid. Now, in my horary class with Robert Glasscock this weekend, we had an example of very clear definitions of the rules of approaching the astrological chart for a horary answer. And they are very clear. And one particular question that we dealt with this past Saturday was not appropriate for horary. And it actually was a question that the answer to that question was known by Saturday, the outcome had already occurred, and the reading of the chart, the improper reading of the chart, gave the wrong answer. So you see, there is structure to this, but I'm just saying, when these energies align like this, take it in context. All I'm looking at is God, source, the universe, the heavens, the stars above are trying to give us some signals about what is happening right now on Earth. You've all heard that saying, right? If it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck and flies like a duck, then what are, are the greatest chances that it's a duck, right? <laughs> I mean, if it has a little quincunx here and a quincunx there and a sextile there, it probably is a yod. And then you take it in the context. <laughs> 
you take it in the context of where we are right now, and this is all about karmic business, and Chiron is a big significator for karmic business. And I can tell you with what we looked at um, last week with the U.S. chart that I mentioned last week, that what we're talking about here is some friction and tension around this battle that we're having right now, this authoritarian slash independence battle that's going around the world right now, and that it is around this health issue, Virgo, Mercury, and that it's around communication, Mercury at home in Virgo, and that Mars in the communication metric of this yod is also showing the anger and tension That's what the sign looks like to me. All right, let's talk about something else. Venus has moved home. While we were asleep during the night, in the middle of the night, just after midnight, East Coast time, Venus left Virgo for its home base of Libra. So you Librans, oh, you're going to feel so good. And you cardinal qualities, you Cancers and Libras and Capricorns and Aries, you could enjoy some of this as well as Also, some of you air signs, Aquarius and Gemini. So see, we're going to get this love spread all around the chart. We don't have to just let it bottle up in Libra. So that's the good thing. We are going to look forward to some good loving out of Venus being at home in Libra. And boy, do we need the balance and we need this energy right now. So this is a really nice, timely offset to some of this other stuff that's been going on. All right, there's your setup for today. Quite a bit. I mean, that was a that's an in-depth, intense chart that we have overhead today. See you back tomorrow. Have a good Monday. Bye-bye.